Welcome to the Pretty and Purpose Podcast, where we remind you that your pretty is beyond what the eyes can see, and your purpose is your ultimate destiny. We must fix each other's crowns because sometimes, girl, they be raggedy. <laughs> this is Celeste, Maya, and this is Jess. Welcome back, Posse. Hey, people. Hey, Posse. Hey, we two weeks in a row, get it. We are going to keep that same energy next week. Exactly. Mm-hmm. How y'all doing? How y'all feeling? Bye, you sound dry. How y'all I'm, doing? How y'all feeling? I there, know. Man? I got my second shot of the vaccine today. And although, hey, I, don't feel, <laughs> I just, I mean, I, I just feel like I'm tired because I'm just tired. I don't feel like, oh, I'm drained from the vaccine but i took a nice little nap like it feels good sometimes to take a nap during the day nap, what? Oh, yes, what? i don't no. even know what that is <laughs> <laughs> i ain't had a nap in almost two years honey Stop i feel it. guilty for taking naps but i took one last week and it was life-changing like, <laughs> a nap. all it takes is a nap a small little 15 minute nap <laughs> 15 minutes? All right, see, I was sleeping like two hours. So I'm just... Now, the two-hour yeah. nap take you into a whole nother universe. But... Right, right, right. <laughs> but here we are, and here we stand. <laughs> so, um, last week, we talked about... What was that up? <laughs> Y'all still got nap brain. Hold on, what did we talk about last week? Um, Accepting things, being accepting. Yes, accepting um, what happens. Celeste looking like, child, what? I got nothing for you. We were talking accepting things, like, you know, the things that happen in life, just being accepting to them and learning how to move forward. Oh, and yes, acceptance. Yep, you're right. (laughs) Yes, that is correct. So have you all been accepting, accepting of things that have been happening in your life this week? I guess. Yes, 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 I have. <laughs> I had to go back to the office. And so Ooh, you did. Ooh. Yeah, I think um, you know, getting this COVID shot because originally, you know, when the vaccines first came out, I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not doing that. But just accepting of where we are in this time and how we gonna move forward without some type of solution. So just trying to like be a part of the solution because I want to travel and and things right. like that. And if we like just you said, y'all have to go back. Um, I know that school is opening up for my students, and so I will have to go back from time to time. So I just feel more comfortable being vaccinated going back. Yeah, actually, I just read, I just saw something saying that um, school age children are now the ones who are spreading the variants and are spreading the virus because they're not vaccinated. Kids probably don't wear their masks like they're supposed to, and they don't get as sick. So they probably don't even know, you know, they they probably aren't getting tested or anything like that. They probably don't have any symptoms, but they're now the, like, the breeding ground they're the ones that are trans um you know transmitting it so right. yeah babies <laughs> well here we are so yep. accepting you know always this, something right accepting this whole new reality and how we just gotta kind of go with the flow with what's happening because 
life will never be the same again. So there it is. Yes. And I've been accepting just, you know, that things, are, it's always going to be something. Like I had talked to some, one of my friends and they were like, but why? Like, why is it always something going on? Like, it's always something. Like, like it's always throwing you this curveball. Like you just resolve one thing and you're like, yes, life is good. And you get another curveball. And I'm like, it, that is called life. Like, it's just always something. And it's just all about, I think Jess, you talked about just all about how you react to it and how you kind of deal with the situation. You know, don't get all, don't get your panties all in a bunch, you know, <laughs> just kind of de-stress and, and, and take care of the situation. So yeah. Which goes perfectly with our topic today, but we're going to get into our Royal moment. It's a second first before we introduce that, but um, definitely that was a perfect segue to last um, but we are going to start off as we start off every podcast with our royal moment. And our royal moment is a time where we salute some queens doing some amazing things. So Jess has our royal moment for today. Okay, so today's royal moment goes to my sorority sister, Kristen. Now, I may have mentioned her on one of our previous episodes, uh, her daughter was diagnosed with leukemia back in September of 2020. Um, But since then, her husband, who had been out on a disability for a very long time, he was recently released from his job. And so now Kristen, I give her the royal moment because she is holding it down for the entire family. While Paige is fighting and she's a strong warrior, Kristen has been the backbone their family because she has to emotionally support Paige. Um, She has to be there for her husband. She also has another daughter and her mom also has uh, an illness. So Kristen is really holding it down. She runs a business. Um, Of course, the medical bills are racking up, but she's still holding on strong. Like she's not broken despite everything that's going on in her world. She is really She's really a queen representing her crown right now. Showing her the strength of a woman child. Yes. So kudos. Sometimes we, unfortunately, I feel like sometimes as women, we are so busy taking care of everybody else that Mm -hmm. we we just are like in go mode. We're like, go, 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 go. Take care of everybody. And we forget about ourselves. So definitely kudos and shout out to um, Kristen. But also want to encourage her to, you know, when she does, because I I can't imagine how it feels to have a child going through, you know, um, leukemia. But when she has just like 20 minutes to herself, you know, take that time, you know, listen to some music um, that you enjoy, read a book. I don't know go get a facial, you know, just do take care of yourself. Do, yeah. do take a moment. I know it might not be a lot of time, but take a moment to yourself. Um, you know, and, so and, she can keep going. Yeah, exactly. That's right. what I was about to say. The way to justify that is that, you know, your family needs you. And so you have right. to reinvest in and recharge yourself in order to give more. Some people feel guilty about doing things for themselves, but it's like, no, that's what you need in order to recharge, to be able to continue to give. Absolutely, because you can't pour from an empty cup. We talked about that on one of our episodes. Yes, check it out if you have not listened. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to the entire family, but most of all, shout out to Kristen um, for being such a strong queen in this this journey that they are going through. 
Yes, yes. All right. And now we are going to move into our sis second. And our sis second is the time where we fix those raggedy, 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 <laughs> that we see around the town. So this week's sis second goes to um, this lady who was uh, driving down the street with me. So we'll just start there. So I'm driving down the street and I needed to get over um, because the lane that I was, well, the lane that I needed to be in uh, was the right lane to get on the highway. The highway was like a couple, maybe less than a mile down. So I needed to go on and get in my lane um, so that I can be where I needed to be and wouldn't miss where I needed to go. So I got over, I got in front of this truck. I mean, I don't think she was let. she was uh, not, I don't think she wasn't letting me over, but I found my space to get over and I got over. Um, I could tell by her aggressive driving that she probably caught an attitude about it, but I didn't like cut her off to the point that she had to like slam on brakes or swerve or anything, but she got over in the other lane so that she could then get in front of me. Girl, fine. I don't care. I'm in the lane that I need to be in people crazy nowadays. I don't go back and forth with no aggressive driving. Do what you got to do. I'm in my lane, you in your lane. We keep it moving. So as we continue down the street, um, there's another car that needs to get into that lane. And I already knew that this person was an aggressive driver. So I'm like, oh, if this truck tries to get in front of her, she's going to get mad. So the truck got in front of her, but got in front of her to the point that she ended up having to swerve in the other lane. So she swerved in the other lane, truck got in front. I don't know if she was just being extra, like, sped up so the truck get, couldn't get in front, but the truck was like, I'm going to go in and do my thing. Truck got in front, so she swerved over in the other, other lane. So she speeds up, gets in front of the truck, but to the point that the truck had to swerve. And I'm behind all of this. I'm like, y'all, really? So she, she cuts the truck off, so the truck then swerves and then gets in front and just slams on brakes. So then the truck slams on brakes. And I'm behind it, but I'm far enough behind because I'm watching because I'm like, she crazy. Because, right, clearly, clearly we saw all of this about the head. Yes. So the light is green. She stopped in front of the truck. The truck is looking like, what in the world is going on? So she like holding down the horn, beeping. And so I found this little window to the right of me um, to get over, to get around the madness so I can be on my way. Um, And I was surprised to see that it was a woman driving that car that was doing, you know, all of this. And I Why was are you surprised? Like, girl, I, I was, was about to say, girl, you know women is... I thought it was an you, erratic man. Just was no man. No. no, definitely a woman. <laughs> no. Definitely a woman. <laughs> I already knew it was a woman. <laughs> I was just like, yo, are you serious? But I'm just like, road rage, like, it's... People are crazy nowadays. Like, I, my cousin got shot at on the highway because I guess somebody thought that he was going too slow, like literally bullet to his tire, bullet through his window. And I think ever since I heard that, like that has freaked me out. And I'm just like, it's not worth it. I just need to get where I need to go. Like, I'm not going to sit around fuss and put my middle finger up, rolling my window down for what? Because I don't know what people have in their car nowadays and it's just not worth it. Of course, we don't like being disrespected, but uh, to do that, that's too much energy. It's just too much. It's no, ego people. and it's doing all of that for what reason? You're still going to make it to your destination. Mm-hmm. Like it does not matter. Yeah. <laughs> You're yep. still going to make it there. <laughs> God willing. Right. God, Look, willing. God willing. But because you <laughs> cut me off, now I got to do a whole scene. 
Because you one car behind. <laughs> and we all going to the light. Like, stop. Stop. That's the worst yeah, part when you just, go into a light. Right, right. People just lack patience and compassion. Like, yeah. who cares? Like, let, like, let's just, if we all just ease on down the road, we all going to get there. <laughs> <laughs> literally nice like just way. chill like just chill yeah i knew that was a woman because she was emotional so yeah <laughs> but i also yeah. think twice when like beeping at somebody too fast like if the light turned green like sometimes i'll be like like come on but i do think twice or sometimes instead of like honking at someone just going around then i'll look and say you know oh that was an older person like what if that was one of my grandparents so i try to be a little bit more compassionate i beep at them too it's like <laughs> Jess is one of them. No, so I rarely use my horn unless it's really a situation where I need to alert you that you have cut me off, so act accordingly. <laughs> now that too, Jess. So like if I'm in a lane and you are coming over and I'm like, no, 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 no. Like we not doing, yeah, I'll lay on my yeah, horn. Yeah, that's there. the only time I use my horn. Right. To I, I'm not one of those horn instead of using the brakes. Right. <laughs> yeah. So uh sis and all you sisters out there who are impatient drivers who are aggressive drivers like i get it you know sometimes it's like uh like hurry up these people are dumb this isn't that but it's not worth it. it it's really not causing an accident like you never know what people got on or what they're gonna do just just chill out so there you go and i concur thank you and that's what <laughs> i said just ease on down that road be like he's on down. All right. So um all of that honestly kind of goes into our topic today, which is um losing control. Um with your situation with Chris and Jess, like you know, of course she couldn't control her child um having cancer she couldn't control her husband losing his job right right but he still had to kind of roll with the punches mm-hmm. with with the situation with the roll race she couldn't control the lady you know cutting her off but she felt like she was going to get her payback by then cutting her back off and doing all of that so it's like when we lose control in the situation you know then what it, it's not even when we actually lose control it's when we feel like we lose control it's more so emotional that too. we didn't lose control we that's just it. think that we did it's, it's ego yeah that's it yeah it's your perception um all right so let's just get right into it so jess um give us a little bit about your journey and losing control giving up control all of these control and the controllables <laughs> <laughs> can we insert insert janet jackson music here Okay, so on today's segment of Where is Jess P? I actually just had this conversation with my therapist and because he always starts the, the conversation like, how are you? And that particular day, I was like, I don't feel like I have control. I feel like I've lost all control over my life. And he's like, okay, so what does that mean? And I feel, some days I feel like a puppet, like I'm at other people's will. I don't get to make my own decisions. I don't get to dictate my own schedule, or at least that's how I was feeling at the time. And so, for instance, things will be placed onto my schedule. 
<sighs> and you guys know that I'm a planner. So for me, like it's, it's like gut wrenching when I have to adjust and not be able to get the things done that are priorities for me because other people have placed things on my schedule. So it's like, I can't even control my own stuff. Where does that, how does that work? Yes, I, I feel you on that because people <laughs> will ask me all the time, like, oh, next week, what day? And I'm just like, honestly, I don't know to the week of because I don't know what meetings are about to be on my calendar next week. Like, I literally have no yes. idea to like the week of what my week is going to look like. <laughs> It happens all the time. And then for me, because I book in advance and I try to keep some type of consistency so that I can make sure that I'm getting everything that I need to get done completed, it sucks when things are just thrown into the mix and then I have to adjust what I need to do for me. And so I was feeling like a puppet, like at other people's will. And my therapist told me that uh, it's not that I'm not in control because I am in control. It's a matter of setting boundaries and remembering to take care of myself first. Like, again, like I say, you can't pour from an empty cup. So if I'm not able to have that time to charge myself, I can't take care of these things. We have to find other solutions. Yeah. <laughs> now, let me ask you, are you, um... So is your work day like nine to five, eight to four, or is it just open season? So funny you should say, I have a specific work schedule. However, because the people that I work with don't have a schedule, it's open season for them. They think that it's open season for everyone. Okay. So that's where the boundaries come in, where it's like, okay, right. no, I work nine to five. I don't answer emails after 6 p.m. and weekends. And I'm available for meetings between these hours. And that's that. I mean, it sounds easy, but then there's fans. Right, clearly because <laughs> for me, right, for clearly it's, for, it is even easy for me to say because my job is very strict in that regard. Like my mm -hmm. meeting, like they don't play that. Like we don't need, we're not even allowed to have meetings during our lunch hour anymore. Like they literally say from 12 to 1, you take a break. Like our hours are more structured. Right. And then you say, well, you're talking about family. That's after hours, of course. But right. as far as work, you know, it's easy for me to say that because I have boundaries in my job. Right. And, you know, I come from a place where there were boundaries and structure, but working in real estate, there is no structure because they are like realtors are their own business owners. So they set their hours. And they don't understand that the support for the realtors is not always available. Because That's true because my agent emails me at 11 o'clock at night. And I'm like, oh, thank you. Exactly. <laughs> and so while you see working with an agent, you see that agent who's emailing you at 11 a.m. or 11 p.m., but you don't see the person on the back end of that agent who is putting together that email for the agent who has to work. 10 to 10.50 to get that email sent from your agent at 11 p.m. <laughs> and so that's when it's like open season because of that. But then not only work, but you, you have family, you have to tend to, you have to foster those relationships, you have friends. And a lot of people don't understand because like if they have a structured 
work environment at work, they're like, well, I work nine to five and at, at five work is done. It doesn't work like that for real estate. And so- And I can, um, I can just imagine too, I'm sorry just to cut you off, but I'm just thinking like, you know, for real estate agents, who clearly, if you're working with people who work nine to five, you can't go show properties and stuff until after that time. And I can just imagine people getting excited about a house and sending it to the realtor, like, oh, can we look at this? Can we look at this? Right. At all different times, like. Guilty. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Guilty. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and because the realtors work those hours because they're accommodating their clients and they're like, and then, you know, it's a lot of stuff that the realtors don't know how to do. But to the clients, it looks like, oh, my realtor got this, but you really don't see the people on the back end. Who Behind the scenes. <laughs> oh, got it, got so, it. Like, I think somebody was talking about the letters that they get in the mail, like the marketing material. They don't, they think, oh, my realtor is sending me these houses. My realtor is sending me these postcards. No, it's people designing those on the, on the back end. Yeah. It's people setting up that system on the back end. That's what you don't see. And so because of that, like realtors just think that it's open season. And not to, uh, you know, be hard on realtors. It's just being able to set those boundaries. And then you have family. And for me, like I have uh, two other businesses. And so trying to schedule all of that, I just felt like uh, I'm not in control because somebody has a birthday. I can't say, no, I'm not going to do your birthday because it's your birthday and I'm tired right now. I mean, I guess I could say that. <laughs> that's part of but that's part of what we need to learn is 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 re- maintaining control of our life and being able to say no or you know how I, and it's, it's hard it depends upon a relationship with that person you're like oh I can't miss that person's birthday but and also when it's dealing with money like huh this is money yeah, that's, that's the other the thing, thing. it's like well I can suck it up and I'm gonna get paid and then I can sleep later, but then the later never comes. And then you just burnt out because you keep saying later on, I'm asleep. That's what I've recently learned how to do with like my graphic design clients. Cause everybody comes out of the bookworks on the same week. I swear, like four <laughs> people can hit me up in the same week. I'm like, what happened? Like everybody decided to do a business mm-hmm. in this one week, but I've had to learn to say, I can't do this project right now. Like I used to try to take on everybody's task and like, it's oh, I can figure this no, out. Though. I can figure this out. No, nope. I actually can't do that. Let me see if I can outsource that um to someone else. Or you know what? I have a lot of projects this week. Can you know we work on yours? Because I like to give quick turnaround time. Like I like to, you know, when I get into my graphic design, I get into it. But when it's four of them at one time, it's too much. And I have learned right. to say, yeah, no, I'm not doing that right now. Like, can we wait till next week? Right. And so, my you brought up a good point about outsourcing. So here's the other part of being in control because I don't feel like I'm in control of my schedule but when in actuality I am I just have to learn to say no but when I outsource and use leverage there's the struggle with not controlling that person like at that point you have to relinquish control and trust that they are going to do that job that you have paid them to do oh child (laughs) getting somebody else to do something That is so I took this training because that is so tough because you look at that person and you're like, I want it done a specific way and I would do it this way. And like, you just want it, you want it done your way and they're not you. But just that ties back into what you said earlier about ego, 
you know, just because it's not your way doesn't mean that's ego. That's egotistical to You're think right. that your way is, you know, either the best way or the way someone should do it. It's okay for someone else to do something a little different as long as the mission gets accomplished. And even if they, you know, like for Maya with your graphic design stuff, I know that's a vision. That's, that's, that's a, um, like it's, it's a, your personal creative talent. So of course right. what, what somebody else comes up with probably isn't going to look like what you would come yeah. up with because it's not your vision, yeah. but that doesn't mean that it's not still good. It's like, right. Right. All right, that was, you might be like, all right, that's cool. It wasn't me, but it's still, it still got the job done. Yeah. So checking, like Correct. checking your ego, checking your ego to say, okay, it's okay that somebody else does whatever it is. It's okay that it's not me. Mm-hmm. Correct. And I took this, um, you're absolutely correct, uh, Celeste. And so I took this training one time when I was feeling like a puppet. And they were basically <laughs> saying that you do the person a disservice if you hire them to do the job and you do it for them. Yeah. Take it back from them. So like, yes, you're correct. You hire them to do the job. They got the job done. It might not have been the way that you would have done it, but they're not you. They got the job done. If it's quality, that's all that matters. And so check your ego at the door, relinquish control. (laughs) And ease on down the road. Ease on down the road. (laughs) Yes, 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 yes. All right, well, Celeste, let's go on and ease down your road. (laughs) Do you have any CB secrets for us about this whole control thing? I mean, I guess let's just we'll, <laughs> let's just ease on into it. So, um, on today's segment of CB Secret, I want to talk about how I, um, when I got pregnant, I basically felt like I lost control of my body. Um, so, as you like, you of course, I've been a nurse. I've been working on being a health coach, and have always been on this, you know, health and wellness journey. And so, when I got pregnant, it was like okay, uh, you know, I'm hungry, I'm tired. I started to gain weight, um, you know, obviously because I was pregnant, but also because I was, you know, my appetite was a little, you know, a little larger. Rambunctious. A little rambunctious. <laughs> and, you know, that, <laughs> which is a total lie. That is not true. But that's the thing. Psychologically, you tell yourself, I'm eating for two. I can have yeah. more because the baby needs it, which is totally not true. Like, don't, you are not eating for two. It's false. For real? So I can't yeah, use that excuse false. when I have kids? <laughs> no, it is false. Dang. So, um, yeah, but that, all of that, you know, kind of plays a factor. So then um, later in my pregnancy, I ended up with gestational diabetes. So that like through a whole like a whole curveball in everything because, you know, I had to completely adjust my, my eating regimens. I had to check my blood sugars four times, four times a day. Um, and I had to, well, I ain't exercise. I just watched what I ate. I'm be honest. So, you know, and then I had to go to see that, like, it was just a whole, like, I, I didn't have control. I had to go to doc, like dietitians, nutritionists, whatever, um, the diabetes doctor. Um, and then I had to have more frequent checkups with my, with my midwife because they were checking my blood sugar lab, you know, um, rec- recording, whatever I wrote down. Some of the numbers were fudge. I ain't gonna lie. But for the most part, I was honest. 
Um, and I if they were out of line on some of the numbers to last, <laughs> they was they said if like four of them were out of range, they were gonna put me on insulin, and I was like, oh no, sis, we didn't. Now you're taking it too far. But oh, this man. is your help, Celeste. If he was you right. he was insulin, good. he was good. He was good. He was good. So I said all that to say, you know, I like completely lost control. I wasn't exercising the same. Was I? I physically wasn't. I felt like I wasn't able to because I had this very large stomach. I just it was just too much. Um, and then I ended up gaining weight after delivery. Of course, the whole delivery process, no control whatsoever period. Like if you want to experience complete, no <laughs> complete loss of control, cause your body, your body just woo child. So anyway, whole loss of control in delivery and then sort of coming out of this. So, you know, Ronan will be two in August and I still am trying to regain control of my body. I'm trying to control my life and, um, getting about it, getting a rhythm of things. COVID really set my life in a tailspin having Ronan, um, you know, I no longer had a real schedule in my day, a rhythm of my day, working from home in the kitchen because it's right there. Um, feeding Ronan, you know, everything has just been a hot mess. So what I've been doing lately is sort of scheduling my physical activity and trying to incorporate Ronan in that. So if we go on a walk, I either like put his little bike in the stroller and let him ride his bike while I, while we're walking so he can he can get his time, I can get my time, try to go during the day um, when I have a break in my day so that because the evenings, I lose control every evening. Um, so, you know, just being able to sort of schedule that physical activity. Um, I haven't regained control of my eating, I must admit. Still working on that. And, and we appreciate your honesty, Celeste. That's, that's all <laughs> yes. we, we appreciate your honesty. It is a work in progress. I feel like every time I take two steps forward, I fall five steps back. Um, you know, and it's it's kind of sort of just laziness. I'm gonna be honest, it's laziness. It's like, uh, oh, I can eat this cookie right here, or I can make myself a smoothie. I'm gonna take that cookie. So <laughs> That's just sheer laziness, right? Like, why can't you just put the stuff in a blender and blend it? Like, why? Because sometimes so, convenience, like, convenience be convenient. Well, that's the laziness that she's talking about. <laughs> yeah, it's just lazy. So, you know, just learning how to regain control of my body. Um, and, you know, being in my 30s um, and having being post-pregnancy, I feel like it's just my body is just so different. It's just, it doesn't burn the same. (laughs) I had a C-section, so I have, you know, this scar and, you know, everything is just, it's just not the same. Um, So just trying to like recalibrate and and figure out the new, the new me. Well, Celeste, every time I hear somebody talk about their birth implants, I always think about you and how Right after you had Ronan, you said my whole birthing plan just went out the window. Out the window. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> took it, balled it up, and threw it in the tray. <laughs> yeah. I was doing good though. I was doing good. And my doula was like celeb- like she was like jumping up and down saying how good I did. But yeah, your body just does its own thing. You have no 
at, like there is nothing you can control about that yeah. <laughs> yeah so it's a blessing you know it's a blessing that you bring in life into the world and you know it's 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 a blessing I was able to do that but yeah you definitely lose control over your body you know and during pregnancy you know things just stretch out of proportion honey I don't even know you didn't know your skin could stretch the way it's <laughs> so yeah I don't I what's my secret I mean, your secret is like when it comes to your body, there are some things that you can't control, like as far as what you eat and and things like that. But then there are also some things when it comes to your body that you can't control, like having a baby. What the heck is going to happen? Like you can't control what happens. Just go ahead and um, throw the birthing plan out the window. Right. <laughs> like just go on and toss it out. Don't yeah, even like try. Some diseases but, and things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like gestational diabetes. I mean, I guess if I started out in a little, like a little lower, my if my weight was a little lower, yeah. potentially I could have avoided it. But diabetes is so strong in my family that probably not. Um, and, you know, also when I was in the hospital, my blood pressure was going like I was almost pre I almost had preeclampsia. I was missing one thing, but my kidney function was dropping. My blood pressure was through the root. Like it was just and it, I'm just sitting there looking like, what? So yeah. like, I'm trying not to laugh or get excited because I want my blood pressure to go up, but I can't control, like I couldn't control my body. I can't control my kidneys. I can't make my kidneys do a certain thing. I couldn't make my blood pressure come down. You know, it wasn't in my control. So I think that was a good summary, Maya, to, you know, sort of understand what things you can control about your body, what things you cannot control about your body and, you know, do what you can to, with what you can have control over yeah be accepting of yourself and give yourself permission yeah yeah exactly (laughs) now it is time for maya's motivational moment when you can't control what's happening challenge yourself to control the way you respond to what's happening that's where your power is I didn't come up with this quote. This was something that I found, but I thought that it was perfect because um, just, just like you mentioned earlier, people feel like they lose control in a situation, but it's not necessarily them losing control. It's kind of how you view the situation and making sure that you still have power over it. And I, I think people want power, right? When you have power, you feel like you're in authority to make some type of decision. So it's like, okay, I couldn't control that this person just jumped in front of me in the car, but I have the power to either bust them out, do the same thing, or withhold, let them get whatever it is that they have to get out, and then I can go on about my business. So although I can't control another person, I have the power to control how I respond to them. And I want to take that and go into relationships because I think that that power struggle that control that control struggle is like the one of the ultimate struggles of relationships. Um, especially when it comes to um, women supposed to be, you know, submitting to their man or to their husband. Um, that word submit feels like, for women, it feels like I'm giving up my control and giving you all the control. Where mm-hmm. that's not necessarily you know what that means um it's all in how you define it within your relationship and you know as a woman I don't mind a man being a leader and controlling in a sense the relationship as long as you know how to lead 
Because it's I was about to say, you got to watch who you get a control to. Right, right. Woo child, they can run you into the ground, honey. (laughs) If I'm giving you the control, I have to be able to um, trust Trust. that you know how to lead. And so I think giving up that type of, I guess, power in a sense to someone, it doesn't mean that you lose your power, but you're, 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 you're losing some control over some things and, and losing control can be a good thing because when you're trying to manage every single thing in your life, every single thing in a relationship, it's too much. It's so funny you say that. This is a very <laughs> simple, like a simple example of this. It's not that serious, but as you know, I'm selling my house and I have it's just a nightmare over here. Okay, child. It's a lot going on. The trees <laughs> fell. They knocked all the power lines down, the Comcast, oh everything, BGV, all that stuff. And we still been dealing with it. And so I went out of town this weekend with my son and my husband was still home. And I'm on the phone with him. I'm like, you know, I got a call. It was like five or six people I had to call. And he said, okay, well, I will call BGE and I will call Comcast. And I said, hmm? Yes, Lord. <laughs> I wasn't used to that. And so, because I'm just used to, like you said, my, I'm used to always taking control and leading the way on those kind of things. Yes. The, the operationalizing of things or whatever. And so when he said it, I was like, okay, you sure? Like, okay, look, okay you sure? you I know. Are you sure, Celeste? That's the issue. Are you sure? I wasn't, that you I wasn't but let me tell you. I was not sure, but let me tell you later the next day, I talked to him and I said, Hey, did you, um, was you able to call? He said, Oh yeah. I fussed BG&E out and, um, they gonna come back out. I was like, okay. So he was like, they're going to be here today because I told him I'm not playing. He, they, they can't, he was like, they're going to be here today. He said in Comcast, I told him it was an emergency. I laid them out. I told, he went on and on. He said, and they'll be here on Wednesday and sure enough, they came today and reconnected our cable. So I was like, wow. Like, he I didn't really have to like I didn't ask but he like took that control and I was like okay I'm not sure how this is gonna go I'm probably in my mind I'm like I'm probably gonna have to clean this up I'm probably gonna have to do this in the third but it actually worked out so I think when you allow quote unquote allow someone else to take that control and it fortunately just worked out in this situation that was comforting to me and I was like oh, okay so he know how to handle low business exactly and it lightens <laughs> your load it's like yes one less thing I had to do girl I only had to call three people Look the other day <laughs> instead of five so that was yes it was yes. a huge load off of my shoulders yes 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 and on top of that like people can never learn things until you give them the opportunity so if you can just do true. everything they yep. will never do I didn't think he could handle it I honestly <laughs> I said because I was like well the conference is in my name so how are you going to tell them it's like you're you're my husband but it's my account like I don't you know how is that going to work he figured it out. Girl, he probably called so. and said, "My name is Celeste." <laughs> <laughs> yes, like it, 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 and it does feel good, you know, because even if it's not done the way that you would do it, like, oh, we got results. Okay, bet, like bet, it's done. Um, and so yeah, that that's a great example of because women, a lot of times, we do like to be in control of certain things, but when we know you can handle it, or or maybe we don't think you can handle it, but we give you the opportunity to handle it, or you take the opportunity <laughs> to handle it, like, yes, take that load off. And that's, um, <clears throat> even when it comes to relationships, you know, when we go a little further, when it comes to, like, cheating or infidelity and things like that, like, you can't control another person. People going to do what they want to do, period. Yeah, like, that's true. That's- 
that's just it people go but again it's all in how you then respond to it like if you internalize so much oh my gosh I can't believe this happened to me like you can go through that phase that's fine but people are going to you can be somebody said um okay the whole Derek Jackson thing I know y'all are familiar with that story the the relationship I ain't paid none of them people no attention I just seen all the memes oh oh yeah 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 yeah, the yeah. relationship guru um, who was giving all this relationship advice. Um, <laughs> a hypocrite. <laughs> yeah, who was cheating on his wife, um, pretty much. And so well, technically he wasn't a hypocrite. He was speaking from experience. He already knew what to tell <laughs> He knew who he was, right? And so it's like his wife couldn't control what he was doing. I mean, he was talking a good game and it wasn't um, necessarily anything that she did so somebody was like oh if she had kept her hair together kept her nails together that I was my next that. comment that blew me. now I didn't get into that situation but that was my next comment of what you said Maya is to keep in mind that it's not just because that person is going to do what they want to do regardless it has nothing to do with you yes it, mm-hmm. it was not her exactly. that made him she wasn't in control of that situation he right. did what he wanted to do or whoever is going to do what they want to do regardless of who you are it ain't got nothing to do with your yeah. nails your hair your toes no if jay's gonna do it regardless beyonce uh, <laughs> they, kept, they kept comparing her to beyonce like well if beyonce could get cheated on then what <laughs> makes you think that no, she right, no that's but that's really on. that's really my measuring stick like if beyonce can get Correct. cheated on we all are yeah like yeah and i think about that too sometimes like if jesus could get betrayed and beaten all that, like who period you know what i mean and right. that's really how you have to look at things like, yo, you know, do you know how many men would die to be with Beyonce and all that type of stuff? But it doesn't matter. And I think that that's what people have to stop putting that that onus on themselves because it don't matter how good you look, what you mm-hmm. do, people are going to do what they want to do. Right. We don't know why, right? Um, and, and people have all types of deep-rooted issues, but a lot of times we don't try to get to that. We just look at Oh, you cheated. You must be this, this, and that. And people cheat for different reasons, not to give it an okay at all. But I just think of, you know, it's in the way that you respond to those things. And yeah, like control. And like you said, not internalizing it. And like you said, controlling what you can. You can't control somebody else. You can only control yourself. And you choose to either deal with the situation, let go of the situation, depend, you know, depend upon the circumstances um, of the relationship. But you can only control yourself and your own personal decisions. Yes, because trying to then control by going through the phone every day, going through social media every day, look, that's taking away your peace. That's and time. <laughs> your peace, your joy, your time and energy, right? So it's like, do you want to dedicate your time um, to that? Or do you want to dedicate this time to, okay, let me figure out what makes me happy. Let, let me do what's best for me type thing. So you know yeah, definitely just Ooh, taking control in that aspect of like oh no <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, yeah that's that's real though that's yeah. real it's real, real yeah so watching who you allow to to lead and hopefully if you get married to someone I mean they can they can put on a show like they're gonna be a good leader and end up not being and I mean again that ain't your fault you can only control what you can control but um you know just allowing that your other half to 
have some type of control, not trying to dominate the relationship all the time. It takes a load off of you, one. And then two, if something happens in a relationship, if somebody cheats or whatever, controlling how you then respond to it. Again, you just want to keep your peace. You want to keep positive energy around you. And the thing that you have power over are the things that you can personally control. And that has nothing to do with anybody else. It's totally on you. Yeah, definitely. And I, I think the other key takeaway is, it's not you like men lie women lie like (laughs) it can happen to anybody but to understand like it's it's that person's personal decision to do whatever they want to do so understanding that you know what it ain't got nothing to do with me but you have to make and you make the decision that's best for yourself yeah yeah yes indeed so hopefully through all of this um you all can take away control the controllables there are going to be things in your life that you can't control, but you have the power in the way that you respond and you're just going to ease on down that road. And that's on period. Period. Be like Dorothy. <laughs> right. Go on with them red, them red shoes. There's no place like home. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Um, so now we are going to go into Ask PMP. If you would like to ask us a question to be featured on the podcast, you can send us an email to pretty, the letter N, purposeda at gmail.com. You can slide in our DMs at pretty underscore the letter N underscore purposeda on Instagram. And we are Pretty and Purpose Podcast on Facebook. All right, y'all. So I have a question today and it's kind of personal because I think I have a free evening this evening and I want to watch something good. What What are y'all watching that's good on Netflix, Prime? Girl, we don't like, watch what? TV. <laughs> yeah, so I don't watch TV. Neither do I really, but I watched a good show on Netflix that I need to talk to somebody about. It's called Who Killed Sarah? And I'm waiting for somebody to finish it with me because I need I have some questions that need So answer. I'll put that on my list on Netflix. Okay. But um, I recently, so I watched some other shows on HBO Max because at this point, I'm about to cancel the whole TV situation. My hu- <laughs> It's in my husband's name and we're about to have a conversation. Just cancel the whole thing. We're just going to stream everything. But anyway, um, so I actually started watching The Wire. And it's really I've good. I've never watched it. I've never watched it either. Oh my gosh. You are my, you guys, I knew you all were my soulmates. So <laughs> everyone else around me is like, you never watched The Wire? And I'm like, no. Like, <laughs> but it's I really never... good because I, I like like detective type movies. Uh, okay, me And too. this is like so a detective, I mean, not movies, show. Yeah. It's like so such a detective show, but okay. it's cool because like you know the area, like you know that part of Baltimore, and they talk about downtown, they talk about this and the third, and it's it's just cool to see like your city in a show. Okay, so, okay. um, that's what I've been watching. It's really long; it has a lot of seasons, so you got plenty to watch. <laughs> <laughs> got it. Okay. Okay. All right, Jess. Have you have you watched anything? Um, on Netflix, I think the last last thing I watched might have been, is it Jenny and Georgia? Okay, I didn't finish that. I didn't finish that. I did like that. That was good. Okay. And I think before that, I watched Greenleaf for the first time, and it was so good. Dang, 
thing. It was a show with Jenny and Georgia that I was watching. I can't remember, but um, okay, yeah, I guess I can finish that. Like, I just wanted to get into like a good, a good show. And Who Killed Sarah did that for me. But now I got questions, and I just need to talk it out with someone. But all right, all right. So like, you put that on your list. So once you finish, um, we can talk about it. And she agrees. All right, great. <laughs> 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 so that is all that we have for today until next time thanks pmp posse